So this week's Torah portion brings us some very interesting reading. But the one line I want to deal with is Levitic, uh, Deuteronomy 7, verses 12 through 13. It reads, if you pay attention to these laws and are careful to follow them, then the Lord your God will keep his covenant of love with you as he swore to your ancestors. He will love you and bless you. You know, the word, that word if could, is almost a better translation would be when. When you pay attention to these laws and are careful to follow them, God will bless you. It's a simple message. But the body has forgotten that. You know, I, I got a call from one of our members this past week asking about replacement theology. And she was very discerned because of what's going on in the church today. You know, there are churches, mostly some of the more liberal ones, and they'll tell you that, oh, Israel has been replaced. The church now gets God's blessings. Oh, but every place that you see where it talks about the curses, oh, no, that's still Israel. We only get the blessings, right? They don't take both ends. You know, as the Jewish people, we had to take God's blessings and his curses, didn't we? When we messed up, guess what? He showed us, didn't he? But the church today, oh, we only want the good stuff. You know, I kind of joke around with pre-trippers. You know, they only want the good stuff, right? They only want to see it until the they only want the coming attractions. You know how when you remember remember when you used to go to movies? I know it's been a while, <laughs> right? You know, coming soon. I always had a guy's voice was very deep. You know, coming soon, right? It would get your attention, and they would show these battle scenes, and and you would want to go see the movie, right? And that's all they want to see. They don't want to go through the whole thing, right? It's those coming attractions that we're only looking for. But God says, obey his commandments. And I will show you my love. People ask, if you, I have friends who are in the church, oh, we don't have to keep the law anymore. I always loved that. I said, oh, really? Can I have your wallet, please? They go, why? I said, I'm going to take all your money. But that's stealing. Oh, it's okay. It's no longer, we're no longer under the law. Right? We're no longer under the law because what? The law is now inside of us. God gave us his, and he put it where? Our heart, where love comes from. That is what we see so important today. You know, we, we read the scripture and we realize that God has a plan. Has a purpose. He said, just follow these simple steps. Is it really so hard to keep the commandments? Honestly, when you think of it, I have people, oh, I can't do all those commandments. If I break one of them, I broke them all, so why do any? That's the logic, Right? I love it when my friends who like to eat pork and shellfish, oh, it's okay. 
God's, you know, claimed everything. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Did you in the Scripture? It says very clear, these are the things you're to eat, and these are the things you're not to eat. And guess what? All the doctors prove is that the things that we're not supposed to eat aren't good for us, right? God's the best doctor there is. But why is it today are we living in a society that's trying to tell us we don't need to follow God? You know, we're seeing things happening in our world. You know, I I, I was really thinking about, you know, people always say, how is it going to be in the time, if the, pre, if the pre-tribbers aren't right, let's just assume for a second, I know this is going to bother them, that they're wrong, right? If you're a pre-tribber, just deal with me for a minute, right? But let's assume that you actually have to go through it, and there's a time of the taking of the mark of the beast, right? It talks about it in the Scripture, right? And what happens if you don't have the mark? They'll, they'll, you don't what? You don't eat. You don't eat. They, they try to kill you, right? You can't go shopping. Could you imagine how that would feel? If you want to just have a glimpse of it, try to go into a store today without a mask. Try to walk around in a place. Now, I understand the masks are important. Don't, I'm not, this is not anti-mask thing. I'm not doing an anti this. I'm just saying if you want to get an experience of what it's going to be like in the time of the rapture, just try this out. It's wild. If, you know, you, you know, like I said, I'm not saying this to go against mask or format. This is not that. I'm just giving you, if you want to see how it is, here's a chance. Because it is an amazing thing. People, you walk towards a building and you're not wearing a mask. We were just in Oklahoma. It was mandatory. You did not have a choice. You had to wear a mask. And if you're not wearing a mask, they will look at you funny. They will, like you are, you are the Antichrist himself. Right? That you are just, have destroyed the world. And it really got to me thinking, this is how it's going to be. This is how, why people are going to just automatically just take the mark because, oh, I got to do it. I'm told to do it, right? So we see an event taking place to give us an understanding. You know, the devil likes to do little things at a time so when the big situation happens, no one thinks about it. How many of you, and I hope every hand is raised, have seen the video of the explosion in Lebanon. If you haven't seen this, it's, it's mind-boggling. They are claiming, and I'm putting this in big quotes, that it was pneumonia nitrate that you use for fertilizer. If you haven't seen the video, you have to watch. First of all, you had to have a, the, 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 the crater it made was, you, and, you, and I guarantee you, the numbers that they're saying dead and missing, they are lying through their teeth. When you look at the buildings that were destroyed by this explosion, 
it, it, it literally put up a, 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 a mushroom cloud. It looks like a new, I mean, that's, it, it, did, it did damage almost 10 miles away. 300,000 people are homeless. Now, it sounds horrible, but you know what? I'm kind of glad it went off there and not Israel because you know who they were planning that for. But you can see what's going on in the world today because we've gotten away from his word. See, how we defeat the devil is the same way Yeshua did. When he was tempted, what did he do? He spoke what? He spoke the word. He didn't just say what he wanted to say, right? He responded to the devil with the word of God. And see, what we have to remember is when the de- and how many has the devil attacked you? Every hand, probably. If you haven't gone up, guess what? You're on the list. He just hasn't gotten around to you yet. It probably just means you're not doing enough to tick him off. I love being on his list. I know there's time he goes, uh-oh, those seculars again, they're, they're driving me crazy. Right? He's going to, and how do you respond back? If you don't respond back by the word of God, he's going to get you. Even we saw it at Yeshua at the Last Supper, right? They're celebrating the Passover. And what happens? The devil comes into the room, right? I know everyone wants to blame the disciple. But the scripture clearly says the devil entered him, right? And when the devil started to do what he was doing, what did Yeshua say to him? Get behind me. You have no authority here. See, we need to be willing to take control. And how we take control is by the word of God. Since when two or more are gathered together in his name, we literally can move mountains. Does that mean we can physically go move a mountain? No, we're not. This is not like some, you know, Matrix movie, right? It means we can, if if it's God's will, things can be done and have been done and will be done. The devil will be revealed for what he truly is. We're seeing too much going on in the world right now. Too many things are starting to take place. And it started a number of years ago. Remember when we had the tsunami that wiped out hundreds of thousands of people? We hear that about that today. What's the big, what would be the big deal if CNN was reporting that synagogues and churches all of a sudden, while having their services, of course, it would have to be on the same day, but you'll get the picture, right? All of a sudden, the people vanished. Always left behind were their shoes. We're walking on streets of gold. We don't need shoes in heaven. Right? CNN, Fox News will be off the air. CNN will be reporting it live. 
Some of you got that. Others, you need to change the channel. Right? It's going to happen. And it's going to be a, such a norm because of the things that have been going on beforehand. Remember, it talks about when the Messiah returns, there are birthing pains, right? These are the little things that start happening that we need to take notice of. Too many people are, are not paying attention. This pandemic has changed how we think. But what we need to really change is how we read. We need to change how we read the Word because we know these things are going to happen. We need to be prepared. We need to be ready because, you know what, they're going to people say, look, the Messiah is over there. Go see him. And people are going to flock to him. Believers are going to go flocking because they haven't read the Word. They haven't read that the Word says, how I'm coming is how, how I left is how I'm coming back. Now, he didn't leave riding on a horse, but he's coming back on one. My wife, daughter likes that because it's a horse thing. There are horses in heaven. We don't, you know, we don't know how they got there, <laughs> but they're there, right? And what we understand is that we have to fight the world with the word. We can't be afraid anymore. Too many people, you know, nowadays if you try to stand up for the truth and the liberal media doesn't like you, what do they do? They'll shut you down. It's amazing how things get changed. It's crazy what we're seeing happening. You know, I, I love, and I, and I can speak about this. I love how these people who want to, change our government, right? Let's defund the police. Gee. You know, I've been to the former Soviet Union. I've been to Cuba. You want the police, trust me. <laughs> and you want, are all police officers good? No. But are, is any profession... Are they all good? No. You can't look at the little 1% and take away the 99. But you know what? When, when things are in trouble and we need something, who do you want to call? I want to call the police, right? Call the popo. <laughs> call the popo. Oh, Whitley. What am I going to do with you? Whitley, Whitley, Whitley. It is the truth. Right? If you're doing nothing wrong, guess what? The police are not going to do stuff to you. For the most part. <laughs> right? We have to remember that if we stick to the word, it's going to get us farther. And, we, and, 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 you know, I've been to communist countries. You don't want to live in there. You know why? You know what the first thing they take away is your faith. See, they have to make you into these little robots. You can't explain. You know, when we went into the former Soviet Union after 70 years of them not having religion, they didn't have Bibles. It was 
you know, th this was a life-changing thing for them. Because they were told they didn't need that. That the government will take care of everything for you. You know what the motto for the Russians used to be? They pretend to pay us and we pretend to work. Go to Cuba. You, want to, you, know, you don't like it here? Cuba's a great country. 50 years ago. Or 60 years ago now. Right? It's amazing. When we went there, it was like we went back in time. Time stands still in Cuba. Now, if you're into old cars, you're in heaven. But literally, the clock stopped. That's not what we need. We need to stand on the word. The devil is attacking us like never before. We need to get out there. Because you know what he can't... Here's the first thing we need to know. He loses in the end. That's the key thing to know. He will lose. Right? Doesn't matter what he tries, he loses. We are on the winning side. But if people don't read the word, if they don't get into it and don't believe it, when those people come and say, oh, he's over there, or look, he's over there, or he's on TV. And they flock to him. Because they don't realize that God already revealed how he's coming back. We just have to have that faith. Yeshua stood on the Word. Not the New Testament. He stood on the Torah. Right? He stood on God, what the words that God gave to Moses. That's the key. Matthew five seventeen through 19. I believe that's a scripture that he was referring to when he talked about this. That scripture is one that you should have memorized. Who knows it offhand? Matthew five seventeen through nineteen. Can you can you? Nope. See, I have not come to abolish the Torah or the prophets. I have not come to abolish, but to what? Fulfill. Literally, that word means to bring to its fullness, to bring to perfection. Look the word up in, in the Strong's Concordance. It, it, people use that word wrong when they think fulfill. They think what? done but when you read that word when you read that sentence and you put it in the fact that you think of it as done and then you read the next line does it make sense no. No, no, no. see that I have not come to abolish the Torah of the prophets right I have not come to abolish but to fulfill in other words they're saying but how they're reading it is I've not come to abolish but to abolish and those who keep my commandments... See, it goes from triple negatives to a positive, right? It doesn't work that way. But now read it this way. See, I have not come to abolish the Torah of the prophets. I have not come to abolish but to bring to perfection. Those who keep my commandments and teach others to do so will be considered great in the kingdom of heaven. 
Those who do not and do not teach others to do so will be considered what? Least in the kingdom of heaven. What is the promise that God's giving us? What is the promise that Yeshua is using here? What are the words that Yeshua used against the devil himself? It's God's Torah. When we obey them, when we, when we follow them, He will show us His love. Our society is going away from God. Churches are getting smaller and smaller. Why? Because they're trying to appease the masses. They're trying to make it a coffee club instead of a coffee house instead of a house of the Lord. I truly believe that if God saw some of these churches and synagogues today and Yeshua was around, guess what he would be doing? Knocking over the tables. They've gotten away from what is true. We need the word. That's the key thing. He keeps repeating this over and over again to us. Why? Because we're not listening. We're not paying attention to what God wants. How many of you want God's love? I know I do. It's real simple. He's just like a, you know, a, a, a parent figure to us. Obey His words and His love is going to shine. When we see that take place, we know that we're on the right path. We need to be able to shine the Word of God. We can't be afraid of it either. You know, nowadays if you talk about God in your, in your business area, if you have, you know, you're reprimanded. But the truth is that we can still share our faith. We can still live by the Word and we shouldn't be ashamed of it. Because guess what? It's the Word that gets the plagues abolished, isn't it? When the Israelites, you know, so many times we see in the Scripture the Israelites, when they do wrong, what happens? A plague breaks out, right? And unfortunately, people die. But then the people repent and turn back to God and things are fine again. I believe we're going to get to a day where we don't have to wear masks. I believe we're going to get to a day where we can actually shake hands and give a person a hug. We need those things in our lives. But you know what, how we're going to get back to it? It's not going to be by all this stuff that you're hearing. It's going to be by people standing, getting down on their knees and seeking God. Because that's where the healing really comes from. We need to stand on His Word. Do not be ashamed of the Gospel. Because it's a salvation for everyone who believes. To the Jew first and then to the nations. These are words we need to realize. I had a friend of mine who was a lawyer. 
and had been able to start sharing the good news with him. And it was one of those things, it was, it was going to take time. And he had been diagnosed with cancer a few years ago. And he and I would get together and we would talk. And he was listening and, you know, and asking questions. While we were at the horse show, I got an email that he passed away suddenly. He and I never got to say that prayer, but I do know that seeds were planted. See, I do know that he at least heard the truth. God can do things that we don't see or understand. We don't know what goes on in those final minutes. But he was given an opportunity to hear the truth. What if I just, did, oh, he'll be saved some other way. No, we need to not be ashamed of the gospel. Because it's a salvation for everyone. And Yeshua taught us on the Mount of Beatitudes. He gave that message. And in that message was Matthew five seventeen. See, don't think I've come to abolish. I've come to bring it to a perfection. And I want you to teach others what I'm teaching you so that you may be considered great in the kingdom of heaven. Because there are going to be those that are going to make it, they're going to make it into heaven if they believe in Yeshua. But I don't know about you, but I want the nice room in the mansion. I want the penthouse suite. I ain't going for like the first floor studios with no view. I want the top man. I want to see it all. I want Otis to come knocking on my door. Go, Rabbi, football game's on. Your TV's a little bigger than mine. Right? I want, you know, I, I love those things. God is my co-pilot. If God is your co-pilot, you're in the wrong seat. Get out supposed to be your pilot don't forget where we're supposed to be i know these are trying times we're seeing you know things that we shouldn't things that shouldn't be happening period these riots going on man can't we just love one another that's the key thing we all can come together. There doesn't, God doesn't look at our skin. And it's funny, because if you think about it, most white people want to go out in the sun to get dark, right? <laughs> Let's just think about that for a minute. Right? We want to tan. We want to look good. You guys got us beat. Ours fades away. We don't look at that. We look at what's on the inside. Because that's where God is. And that's all that matters. 
We need to learn the Word so we can love one another. Because in the, in, the, in the Word and in the body of believers, there should be no prejudice. There should be, you know, that doesn't fit in God's Word. He created man and woman equal. One came from the other. He, he made us so we could reproduce, so that we can worship Him. So I know these are troubling times. But guess what? I know we can get through it together. We can stand firm on the Word. The Scripture says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper, says the Lord. Don't think that explosion just happened by chance. What man tries for bad, God will turn to good. Those scriptures should be just embedded in you. Buy the little magnets, put them on your refrigerator, put them on your wallet. Remember the word, because when you're in it, and when the de- how many of you realize the devil will start attacking? But some of you will start attacking today on the way home. He's not going to like that you heard something here. He's probably going to attack me too. Bring it on. I'm not afraid of the devil. Because I have the word of God. And he cannot, that is my nuclear bomb. We press the button and boof, it's gone. Get behind me, Satan. You have no authority in our lives. We, that's right. Keep him out of there. We need to get rid of him in our lives. We can't be afraid. When you turn to God and follow him, he will show you his love. That's what we need today. I want you all to bow your head and close your eyes. We're not ashamed of the gospel. Because it's the power of salvation for everyone who believes. With every eye closed and every head bound, those of you watching online, we want to give you an opportunity right now to receive God's love. And the way you receive His love is through His Son, who He sent on earth who died for us, who shed his blood so that our sins can be forgiven. And if you're ready to receive him into your heart so you can receive God's love, all you need to do is say a simple prayer. That's all it is. You might be saying, but Rabbi, I'm a a bad person. I've done this or that. Guess what? God will change you. He'll make you into a new creature, but first... You have to let them in as you are. So if you're watching online, wherever you are around the world, you see our information on the screen. All you got to do is contact us, and we will pray with you that prayer of salvation. But if you're here in the congregation right now, and you're ready to say yes to him, 
All you need to do is raise your hand. And we'll say a simple prayer. Is there anyone? Then Abba Father, as we come before you right now, Lord, let your love shine in us. Lord, we want to obey your word, your commands, and follow your ways so that we may be a light unto the world and to the nations that we can show your Son Yeshua's love to the world. Lord, we're in a day and time that we need his love, your love, more than any other. Lord, we ask for a quick healing of this plague. Lord, let this world repent and turn back to you and stop following those roles of the of Satan. And Lord, let us stay on your path, on your righteousness. We ask this in your Son Yeshua's name. We all say, Amen.